Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corbin Ken Shreve here with a look at the action in today's session, Thursday, October 12th, where we saw losses across the board, kind of a wild day, intraday, and we're continuing to see that relationship, that inverse relationship between equities and bond yields uh, reemerge, rare its ugly head, Ken. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, apparently there was a, at 1 p.m. Eastern time, the Treasury uh, held a 30 year bond uh, auction, which they uh, which they often do. And uh, demand this time around was just terrible. And that caused a lot of selling in the bond market. It really coincided with a, a big jump in the 10 year Treasury yield that went all the way down close to four and a half, four point five, five percent. And now it went all the way up to um you know, 4.7%. Four uh, 4 so uh, rising bond yields, uh, the culprit today. Uh, losses in the uh, NASDAQ, S&P 500 and Dow, not too bad. Small caps really got hit. So we'll get into that. Uh, but let's take a look at Vertex uh, Pharmaceuticals, VRTX, uh, KLA and the chip equipment group. Got a couple of uh, chip equipment earnings reports uh, next week. So we'll take a look at KLAC. And finally, Make My Trip. Haven't talked about this one very much, but a, a dominant uh, online travel firm in uh, India. Okay, well, we'll get to those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes today, the NASDAQ and S&P down six tenths of a percent today, the Dow off a half a percent. But you said it, Ken, small caps really bearing the brunt of the weakness today with the Russell 2000 down 2.2%. So we'll take a look at that chart soon. But first, a look at the NASDAQ still holding right around the 50-day line to break a four-day winning streak. Yeah, and you know you have uh, four four up days and in, in fairly light volume, and then what happens today? You get a, a down a down session, the wind streak uh, broken, and it comes in in higher volume. So this is what distribution looks like. Uh, we'll add a distribution day to the uh, Nasdaq's uh, count. We had the the follow through day uh, almost exactly one week ago uh, on Friday. Uh, things have been going uh, pretty well, but these spiking yields today kind of kept the market uh, honest. But overall, I mean, not a not a horrific uh, decline for the Nasdaq here. Closed a little bit off its lows, uh, but you know, still having a little bit of uh, an issue here at the 50-day moving average. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll have to see if it can tighten up here and move out of that. That would be great to see. We'll quickly take a look at the intraday chart here and look at that. Just really. Falling off the table there uh, around midday, recovering a little bit into the close. So at least we did get a little bit of relief and some buying, Ken. Uh, but as long as Treasury yields continue to be at these elevated levels, you know, that's something that uh, the equity market is going to have to contend with. Well, on yesterday's video, we talked about that 10-year yield coming right down to the 21-day line, which is a very key support level uh, to, to watch. And, and look at what it did today. It just kind of surged off that uh, support level. So uh, yeah, this uh, this uh, interest rate uh, story in the market is, is not going to go away anytime soon. And uh, honestly, I don't remember the last time a bond auction had uh, you know such a negative impact on the, on the stock market. I mean, these auctions happen frequently, but as interest rates really take center stage and uh, are a focal point for the stock market, uh, maybe some of these uh, treasury auctions are going to be a little more uh, uh, you know, paid attention to. But uh, what we know today was that demand was terrible uh, for the 30-year uh, bond auction, and uh, that fueled a fresh round of selling in the bond market. Mm -hmm. And let's now take a look at 
QQQ, we looked at the NASDAQ composite. Here's a look at the NASDAQ 100. So not getting hit quite as hard today and holding above its 50-day line, Ken. So what do you yeah, think of that? Pretty, pretty impressive. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, we don't need to get too negative, uh, you know, on the market here. We're still in a confirmed uptrend. Uh, we're going to get a, you know, distribution day also for the, uh, for the NYSE. But uh, listen, we've had one now uh, for the Nasdaq and the S and P 500, uh, I thought the close for QQQ today was uh, was quite uh, quite strong. You know, it really didn't uh, you know close near it, its low, but uh, you know fairly moderate uh, decline. So you still have some large cap uh, techs that are fighting a good fight here. Mm -hmm. And now let's take a look at the Russell 2000. Here's zero R U S, very weak. And so headed back towards its recent lows, Ken, I'll also take a look at the weekly chart here. So it's hanging around the lower end of a trading range that it has just really struggled to get out of. Yeah, I mean, just uh, hurt the uh, small caps, uh, particularly uh, vulnerable to, you know, a higher interest rate uh, environment. I was kind of scanning through the Russell uh, 2000 to see where the weakness was. It was a lot of biotech, a lot of healthcare that we've seen uh, come under a lot of uh, pressure, not so much, uh, you know, broad-based uh, selling in the financial uh, sector, which you might expect because it's a pretty heavily weighted sector in the uh, in the Russell 2000, but mostly uh, healthcare stocks, biotech stocks, so many uh, double-digit uh, percent percentage uh, declines. It was hard to keep track of them all, but uh, small caps in, in rough shape, uh, but the broad market, uh, you know, still, still hanging in there. Yeah. So we have one more broad market chart to take a look at, and that's the S&P 500. It has yet to conquer its 50-day line or get back above 4,400. So it seems like those are uh, the shorter term levels to watch on the upside as it finds support at the 21-day. Yeah, and this is uh, probably you know one one reason that we're still at sort of a, a twenty to forty percent uh, allocation here. Even though we got the follow through day, we weren't telling people to all of a sudden become quickly invested and and move right up to a hundred percent. So we're still pretty cautious here between twenty and forty percent. And uh, you know, it's a, there's a chance that the S and P could uh, could you know fully break out of its downtrend here, but it's going to need to get above the the fifty day line, which happens to correspond pretty close to that forty four hundred level. So. Uh, S&P still has some challenges uh, in front of it uh, after today, maybe the NASDAQ uh, as well. But, uh, you know, again, we're, we'll, we'll see what uh, what Friday brings. We're going to get a bunch of financial uh, earnings reports uh, tomorrow. So we'll see if uh, maybe that gives uh, the market a lift. Mm -hmm. And as go the bond yields, so goes the dollar, Ken, with a bounce off of its 21-day line to continue, at least for now, this pretty strong uptrend it's been in since July. Yeah, yeah, and this is problematic. You know, this is problematic for the for the stock market. So, um, yeah, just just like the ten year yield, it came right down to the the twenty one day line, and uh, you know, surged uh, today in, in higher volume and moved above the the, the ten day moving average here. So, um, you know, it looked like we were getting a good pullback in the dollar, but it just came down and found support, and uh, that also fueled uh, selling in the market today. Mm -hmm. And we want to take a look at the ITB ETF, U.S. Home Construction, because we also know that this group moves with interest rates. And uh, that is what we saw today, Ken, a huge hit to ITB down 4.6 percent. 
Yeah, definitely one of the day's uh, worst performers and uh, no surprise when you see interest rates uh, spiking like that. So you can see ITB recently came down to this very long-term support level, that 200-day moving average, uh, you know, rallied in light volume. Notice, see how it kind of came down in heavy volume and then it and then it, uh, and then then it it rallied in, in light volume. That's just not really a sign of, of strength. And you had volume pick up again today to the downside. So another form of uh, distribution here and, uh, you know, not surprising to see the home builders under quite a bit of pressure here. Mm -hmm. Well, among stocks of interest today is Vertex Pharmaceuticals, VRTX, on the edge of breaking out. It does look like it closed above this 367 buy point at 368 with a gain of about eight tenths of a percent in a third day in a row of elevated volume after clearing an early entry around 358 or so. So this is one biotech stock that's looking good, Ken. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh, just known for a pretty consistent record of uh, bottom line and top line growth. I mean, I've been at uh, IBD for longer than, uh, you know, 20 years, and uh, I just have been following Vertex uh, seemingly forever. They're, they're mostly known for their, you know, cystic fibrosis uh, franchise, but they do have a non-opioid uh, painkiller that has made uh, tremendous progress through uh, through trials. And uh, that is looking, uh, looking like still a ways away from uh, approval. But when you talk about a non-opioid painkiller that's uh, that could be something uh uh in in very high demand they're all they're also involved in sickle sickle cell disease type 1 diabetes so they're kind of expanding out from cystic uh fibrosis even though they still generate a lot of revenue there but i think the big thing with vertex right now is a lot of optimism about this uh about this uh, painkiller that is showing uh very good results in uh, in trials mm-hmm and now let's take a look at KLAC, a very strong day of outperformance here. It looks like Ken KLAC up 3.8% in a pretty nice close here in the day's range. Managed to close uh, pretty close to day highs above that round number at 500 after getting above the 50-day line in Wednesday's session. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty impressive move today, and uh, there was volume uh, behind the move. And I was really just kind of trying to figure out because the chip equipment stocks were all day among our our, our top performing industry groups, uh, up about two and a half percent or so. Uh, so we've got uh, some some chip equipment earnings uh, next week. ASML is a, a name that has really been uh, beaten down, but uh, often regarded as a, as a bellwether. Also, uh, LAM Research. So uh, interesting to see a lot of these names uh, moving uh, today with uh, with volume. So I think it's a good one for the uh, for the watch list. And, you know, for the stock market bulls that are, you know, optimistic about this uh, follow through day that we saw last Friday on the NASDAQ uh, to see the performance of a lot of these chip stocks uh, today, I think is pretty, uh, pretty encouraging. We had, um, you know, AVGO made a, a strong move above the, the 900 level. There was really, you know, broad based uh, mm. strength throughout uh, throughout uh, different areas of the the semiconductor uh, sector. So lot, lots of good movement here. So in terms of what we would want to see from KLAC here, do you uh, want to see a digestion of this strong move a little bit, Ken, see it tighten up around that round number? 
Yeah, I mean, just you always uh, when you're looking at, at strong moving stocks, you always want to be careful of uh, of chasing. And you can see this has made a a pretty strong move after it found uh, support near 450. So it goes from 450 up to 500. Uh, that's exactly what I would do. I would uh, have a little list of some of these chip equipment stocks. Uh, KLA is uh, you know widely regarded as uh, you know a, a really top name in the in the group, and you know maybe it consolidates near 500 below this uh, recent high of 520. But uh, just watch and see how it holds these uh, strong gains over the past uh, five trading sessions or so. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Okay, and MMYT, not a well-known name in the leisure travel booking space, Ken, but maybe it should be a name out of India. And it's really gone on a nice run since that last earnings report. Yeah, and if we look at the the weekly chart, to me, I mean, this basically looks like a first uh, test of the uh, the ten week moving average. I guess technically it hasn't touched uh, the line yet, but it is uh, holding support right uh, right where it should. I mean, trading has been a little volatile. The market's been uh, kind of volatile, but uh, this is really, you know, when you're talking about online travel in India, this is one of the main players. Of course, they've got competition, but this is uh, uh, widely regarded as uh, you know one of the I guess 800 pound gorillas uh, in the space in India. So I think this one is worth uh, worth uh, watching. Uh, you see really strong top line growth in recent quarters. Uh, earnings have really picked up the pace. You've got very strong uh, estimates, and you know still a stock where you've got you know a couple hundred funds uh, owning it uh, as this growth story you know continues to get discovered. Uh, you could very easily see uh, more increases in fund ownership here. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Well, we'll have to see how that 10-week line test continues to unfold. Thanks for breaking that down, Ken. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live, for all the details on that. We will see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close to wrap up. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.